Good Monday, everyone. Uh, we've got another rerun this week as we were out enjoying life in the mountains of Idaho, despite all of the horrendous smoke that uh, was permeating our lungs from the uh, California and Oregon fires. It was uh, it was nice, but uh, smoky. Anyways, uh, this is an episode from uh, June of 2016, uh, a Sam pick, as it were, uh, from a movie called The Last Dragon. So make sure you, uh, if you missed this episode when it came out, go ahead and go watch that movie because it's awesome, and then come back and uh, enjoy this delightful nostalgia. We'll see you guys next week. Three podcasters talk about a movie. Oh my God, I'm glowing! This is The Last Dragon on Stinger Madness. Stinger Madness. Stinger Madness. Stinger Madness. We got Stinger Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me as always are Sam and Jackie. Hello to you people. Hi. Hello. Good. Hi. Hi. <laughs> That's not weird at all. <laughs> uh, the Last Dragon starring Vanity. Uh, Taymac. 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 One name guy. Anybody else? We got anybody else in this? All of the other people. Danny I mean, Ayo. No, that's not. It's Mike Best. Mike Best, yeah. He they like always get Mike Best is, of course, how do they know I got gas in dumb and dumber i'm the gas man and uh whatever panettone is in there for uh, like one yeah, scene is the driver right william h macy oh william h macy that's right yeah and uh, but it's pretty much vanity and tamac i don't know this the show stealer was really the little brother who the hell was that again Oof, unknown yeah the, the kid from the cosby show yeah yeah is he the kid from the cosby show he's what's theo's best friend uh cockroach cockroach yeah he grew up to be cockroach that doesn't line up because Rudy's in this film. Yeah. And Cockroach was like a teenager. Theo was way older than Rudy. Yeah, I know. But this kid is not a teenager. He's close. It's this kid's the kid. I don't know if it's Cockroach. It's well, it seems to be according to all sources you can find. <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of remember him being in the show. Not this source. All right, anyways. Uh I thought I thought the other kid uh no, no, never mind. But yeah, Rudy's in it. She, she was good she for was, half a scene. Yeah. Could have gone for more Rudy. Kid's cute. I wonder what Rudy's up to. She's not a kid anymore, so she's probably not I cute. think she's the same age as us. Yeah. Yeah, she sure was a irresistible, precocious little scamp back in the 1985. She's probably a real bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> no Joan Crawford. Yeah, no Joan Crawford. Anyways, The Last Dragon, the, sta- the story of a... Uh, uh, what, what do you call those? Not middle America. Mid-urban uh, kid who uh, is obsessed with kung fu culture. Uh, he can't even speak like everybody else. He has to stereotype his uh, Asian We should just verbiage. address this right now. Okay. So his parents obviously didn't raise him. This Chinese guy did. This Asian man. Okay. Yeah, he probably um, spent more time un- with uh, the Asian guy. Unknown descent because he doesn't behave like a human does. Sure. He only behaves like a caricature of a karate guy. Does. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I kind of wondered if they didn't just send him off to like karate camp and then they just never picked him up. I don't know. And then I he think... shows up one day and they're like, oh, hey. 
you're back. I think he just saw a Bruce Lee movie one time and was like, that's it. That's what I want to be. I'm that from now on. And he's got the uh, the the clothes. I don't know what that shirt's called. It's obviously not a gi, but it's like. Well, the classic classic uh, Shaolin. Yeah, button up. Silk robe gown thing. Yeah, yeah he's got one of those. Looks he's like got a smoking. rice picker's hat on. He does own a rice picker's hat. Uh, he's very into this culture that he's created in his own mind that may or may not even exist. But uh, there's ruffians in town. This is not a nice neighborhood that he he's from. Uh, people that also like Kung Fu. You got Shonuff and his gang. Uh, you've got uh, this other guy named Arcadian who is trying to get his girlfriend to become famous as a singer so he can become famous or maybe just rich and i don't know he seems like he's already doing okay he seems like he's doing okay and uh they all jumble up and together and get into one wacky adventure sort of yeah but uh let's go back to tame act what's uh what's oh bruce leroy yeah bruce leroy green leroy green bruce lee roy right he uh he trains under this master that sam mentions or teacher whatever and he learns that to become a true master, he must meet with a master and then beat him. No, he just says that the glow because he's asking about the glow. Right. You get the glow. And the whole time, his Asian teacher guy is like, the answer to your question is inside you. Like from the beginning of the movie, oh, he's telegraphing he's, it. He's yeah, like, sure. you don't you're done training. He's like, no, but I need to know more. There isn't any more. But what else is there? Nothing. I must know more. There isn't any more. What about the other stuff? Okay, kid, go over here. There, the other stuff is there. Uh huh. Which starts the quest for the ultimate knowledge of kung fu. Right. Which involves going to a seeking out the master, Dumb Yum, who owns, who may or may not, it may just be coincidence, is a, a fortune cookie factory. Yeah. He, well, he's the wisdom behind the fortune cookie yeah, factory, or yeah. so they would have us believe. Right. Anyone who hasn't read a fortune cookie would believe this. So this kid's uh, on a journey to seek this out and zany adventures along the way. Let's start with Jackie. Uh, I want to talk about the music of this film because this is a very heavy music movie. This is not a karate movie in the conventional meaning of such a word. Jackie. I didn't think the songs were half bad. <laughs> well, they're all hits. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that, you know, they, uh, I don't know, they kept me kind of entertained in between the slow spots of the movie. Um, I'm going to say the most overacting one uh, during a song was definitely Vanity. Mm. Uh, oh, boy. She was doing that Seventh Heaven thing. Oh, oh, boy. That was awful. But the most entertaining performer, though, for me was uh, Trixier. The uh, girlfriend that, who's getting pushed to be famous? Yeah. Okay. I liked her um Cindy Lauper impersonation. Yeah, I liked yeah. that. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I uh hated her at first, but she really rapidly grew on me like I like this character quite a bit. Sure, yeah. Now, how about the costumes, Jackie? Yep. 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 Um once again, the uh the one that had the best costumes was still Trixie. I'm just going <laughs> to call her Trixie. I don't know what her name is. Trixie's a good one. Um I think it was uh Angie was her name actually. Oh, yeah, she you know she had a just some wild shit, some like reflectors on her boobs and in her hair. And... She sings a song called Going on a Test Drive. So she's dressed like a car. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she had the weird plastic triangle thing with like half of her hair was a different color sticking out the other half of the triangle. And she just was really interesting to look at. Whereas Vanity, I just, I don't know, just typical age bullshit. Crapping it up with leather pants and sequins. Oh, yeah. God, the Vanity. 
This is Vanity's third appearance on Stinker Madness. Is that correct? Got uh, Never Too Young to Die and Action Jackson. And this one. And this one, yeah. I thought that there was another one snuck in there somewhere. Like well, she, just she was, was in Purple Rain, wasn't she? She, she was almost not. was in Purple Rain. Yeah. Her vagina was just too cavernous. She got kicked right out of that. I thought she removed herself from it. Yeah. All right. Maybe you're, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> vagina was too damaged from penises. <laughs> so she had to get out of there and repair it. Huh. It's, I think that's right out of the history book. <laughs> it says on Wikipedia. <laughs> it says right there because I wrote it. I put it there, Sam. So that means there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, The Last Dragon. Sam, you brought this to us. So oddball. There was a dragon in it. Kind of. Kind of. A little patch, a patch of a dragon. A dragon. You want to tell us your history with The Last Dragon first? Well, I can't remember what theater and I tried to look this up and I still don't know what it is, but it was it had to be one of those theaters that was before the uh the loop design where essentially they link all of the films together and run it on a continuous loop uh-huh. because the theater would show uh non-current films sometimes okay and my brother and i went to see this at the theater and i think when i was 10 which so it had to be five six years old by that point mm-hmm. and it, maybe i was 12 and he was eight i think that sounds more about right and we're like yeah karate movie we're in this theater waiting and it's like you're in there at this stage like mom's shopping you can't leave you can't leave you're committed it's like what the (laughs) fuck is this shit this is this is shit (laughs) and uh you know mom comes to get us and we're like uh that was awful worst movie ever Years later, a friend of the program, Roman, is talking about The Last Dragon and how awesome it is. And I was still like, it was such a bad experience at the time that I was like, ah, movie shit. (laughs) Shit. And I hate it. And he finally, after like probably two years, convinced me to watch it again. And I was like, holy crap, this is incredible. This movie is awesome. (laughs) This movie is. I had no idea that when you weren't expecting awesome karate movies, that how fun this could be. Say, it's the tops. Say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dig into this this bad boy. Uh, it starts out with uh, a nice. I'm sure you hadn't left the theater at the beginning because it's a nice karate stretch and flex slow motion do moves in front of the camera credit sequence in a basement. Yeah. Well, or so guys house. So right? it looks like a karate movie at yeah. the beginning. Okay. All right. I thought they were doing these moves inside of what looked to me a pizza parlor. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. The, the floor with the brick wall behind uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. You know, it, it just reminded me of like a pizza parlor. Well, pizza is a very reoccurring theme in this movie, so I can't say that you're wrong. But then it uh, cuts to him shadow boxing, and his master is shooting arrows at him. I still can't imagine that you're out at this point because <laughs> this no. is awesome. And in the, you know, there's one where he chops the arrow in half, and mm-hmm. it is a slower moving arrow, but the only way to do it was practically, and I guess. It, Reading about it, they tried it for three hours before he could actually chop an arrow in half that was in flight. Yeah, you'd have to lob that thing pretty hard because uh, I've seen I've seen uh, some research on like this used to be a trick. It was a magician's trick. It's not the catch a bullet thing. It was chop an arrow. Yeah, and it can't be done. They had to fake it. If you do it at full speed, you don't you can't deflect the arrow at all. It just slides underneath your hand, even if you hit it perfectly at the tip and push down. It's going by too fast. Yeah. It would just barely even. It will move your hand more. Anyways, so he chops arrows in half, catches one. He's like, master, master, I've done it. I've caught this. And the master's like, oh, 
You must learn discipline for catching the blue arrow. How did you know it was the blue arrow? Yeah, yeah that's how does he know? Which... I didn't. I just acted. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you fool. That is how you do it. You think. You know without thinking. Mm. You know without knowing and then rips off his dragon patch. So he's good. He's the best. And you sad at first, but then he realizes, no, it's the last dragon. Then there was one missing space in his training, and now it's not missing anymore. The patch comes off of him and goes on the, I guess, story box wall or whatever this shit is for him. And I'm just going to say, none of those other patches looked like dragons of any kind. They were just kind of blobs of color. Yeah. In the shape of a whale. Maybe. You really hate that there's not any Game of Thrones dragons in this movie, Jaggy. I might be a little angry about it still. Yeah, I think you need to get over that. Uh, so he's going to go on this glow quest because uh, he, to, to get the glow, you got to be, be the a best. dragon, right? No, 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 no. dragon. No, that's a uh, fire, actually, not glow. You glow after a pile of ash. Yeah, but he is uh, apparently received all the training he can give or get from his current master. Now, mm-hmm. here's a question. Sure. Do you think that the guy's just like, yep, you're done just because he wants him to go away? <laughs> Kid, you're offending me with your fake Asian business. Can you please back off? Yep, you are now a karate master. Nope, I'll have no other words about it. It's time to go. Pay me in pizza. Yeah. Here's your free chiclets. Now get out. Either way, he's he's off onto his mission to, as we described earlier, find the uh, some dumb guy. Some dumb. Is the name of the, the cream of some young guy fortune cookies. The fortune cookie factory is some dumb guy. Fortune cookies. Mm-hmm. The master. He's got to take his medallion, though, too. Oh, yeah. He gives him a medallion. A medallion. <laughs> medallion is what it is. Uh, he doesn't go to find the master immediately, though. He well, goes yes, to just... sit, sit down and watch a Bruce Lee thing. Oh, yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> and eat popcorn he, with chopsticks. He goes to do what I wanted to do the first time I fucking saw this movie. Watch a different movie? <laughs> yeah, watch a different movie. <laughs> They show too much of the movie. They do. They in do. this. Are you out yet? Is is your twelve year old Sam going? No. Oh, this isn't a karate movie. I'm not out yet. Okay. We're still, you know. Let's try to make a. Let's try to make a guess, Jackie. Let's. This is the one. This is the one that's gonna get him. This is where twelve year old Sam is out. So he's there watching uh, Enter the Dragon, and some fucking nutsacks start breaking da- break dancing in the middle of the goddamn aisles, and people are like, "Sit down!" And this crowd is already unruly. Like, I don't want to be at this theater before the break dancing starts. Yeah, but they get pissed off at the break dancing. So one of the guys that works at the we later find out works at the uh, some dumb guy fortune cookie factory mm-hmm. jump destroys the boombox and yeah. ends the break dancing. <laughs> And the people like that. There's cheering. Yeah. Until the doors swing open from the back of the aisle and these ruffians show up and they're like, front guys is giant. How, how tall do you think this guy is? I'm going to say like six, five. Yeah. He's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. He kind of looks like Coolio. Kind of looks like Coolio. Clarence James the third, I think is his name. He's got some nice hair. He's dressed all in red. Football pads. It's kind of samurai football patty. It's a little... 80s funk fresh. Yeah, there's liberties being taken with current fashion and with kung fu fashion at this point. And football pads. And and street justice. There's also some like boxing training pads and some kung fu training pads or karate training pads that get mixed in with his stuff periodically as well. He's like, who's the man that owns the streets? Show enough. Who's the man that's the best in town? Show enough. 
Because he's got a posse full of suck. Yes. That we didn't describe yet, too. posse. Oh, boy. These four people. For the most part, it's the four people. Maybe five. But everything he asks, they say show enough. Because show enough's his name. I the thought it was Shogun. Sh- no, he's the Shogun of Harlem. His name is Show Enough. The Shogun of Harlem. His name is probably Steve. <laughs> <laughs> or Shirley Nothington. Sh- Shirley Nothington. Show Enough for short. Well, it's not Clarence James III. It's Julius Carey III. Mm. So uh, nobody's buying this business. There's people in the aisle rolling their eyes. This kid is like, oh, brother. And uh, the uh, cookie factor fortune cookie guy is like, shut up down in front. Bruce Leroy is just like, I'm going to eat my popcorn with my chopsticks. Oh, God. (laughs) Get over yourself. (laughs) This is where I'm starting to tip to question. They're like, okay, well, I guess there's going to be a fight. So that's cool. But he's just wait a second. He's eating popcorn with chopsticks. Even like an eight year old brother is like, I don't know about this guy. Well, he gets up in uh, Leroy's face and he's like, hey, man, I heard you're just some kind of awesome guy. Let's fight. And he's like, eh, fuck off. Pretty much like, no, I'm watching a movie. So does he knock his popcorn out? I don't remember what he does. Yeah. No, the crowd goes ape shit. Yeah. Sit down and shut up. And so they start diving. Everybody fucking comes and shown off left and right. These two guys up in the upper balcony that are fat guys take their shirts (laughs) off. And they're like, we're going to fuck your day up. And it's like, what the fuck? Where are these guys even from? Two fat white guys all of a sudden in the movie. One of them looks like he's a wrestling fan, not a wrestler. And they they come and don't get it done. <laughs> nope. The guy that works at the fortune cookie factory gets his ass kicked pretty good. Uh-huh. They're from the donut factory. <laughs> uh, it was a good joke. Show- oh, boy. Yeah, got you it. know what? My jokes are awesome. <laughs> You're just fucking slow. <laughs> So Leroy just no, walks away. He just bails. It's like, uh, you guys ruined my fucking movie. I'm out. So we cut to some rich guy. His name is Arcadian. Uh-huh. This guy looks familiar, doesn't he? He does, he does. but it's he's not really anybody. Uh, yeah, I couldn't place him. And uh, they're in this swanky place, and he's got his one henchman there. Mike Best. Mike Best. From Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, and uh, his girl, who's... Uh, Kind of a dizzy dame. Who is dressed like Rainbow Bright. Yeah. She's a flibberty gibbet. Uh, twit, you might say. A ding dong. She, mean, she means well. Yeah, but she's got a heart of gold. But uh, they've also got this kooky fish tank thing. That's got some sort of terrible sea beast in it. <laughs> or I don't know. I mean. It could th- be anything. There's something in it. And it poops a lot because that water is very dark green. Yeah, it's grody looking. It eats an entire cow leg. Is this uh Yeah, it does. Is this Mike Best's pet? Is that what this thing is? I guess. Well, he likes it. It's yeah. originally, I think, been brought in to deal with the riffraff mm. for torture purposes oh, like, or something. Like ill-tempered sea bass? Maybe. Okay. Uh, but the long and the short of it is even that the boss now has decided that it's probably too much of a nuisance to keep around. But Mike Best's character's like, no, no, you said to keep it around just in case. So I'm doing it. And he's obviously quite enamored by this unseen horrible devouring of flesh creature so they're talking about how he's gonna make her a big star and oh she's gonna be tops and we just gotta get your music video in front of this uh laura person because she's the gatekeeper of all tunes apparently yeah she's the local dance club show which is on television yeah 
Called Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. They had one of these in LA. Okay. When I was growing up, there was a beyond Soul Train, there was a local one. All right. Show up and the line would go out around whatever CBS studios and you'd get picked if you were hot enough. Shake your money maker. Shake your money maker. And that made you in charge of all whether music is successful or not. Oh no. Because that's what I'm questioning Vanity's character is. Is she's it's... like the Casey Kasem <laughs> of dance party. I guess that's what they're making you think that like without the nod from this show, you're nothing like nobody. This is soul train. You're just in the same town as soul train, right? She's lady Bim. You can't, you can't do anything unless she endorses it. I think there was probably a while there that Motown, cause I didn't, wasn't soul train actually owned by Motown. That was their show. Wasn't it? So, I mean, there's some uh, truth to the fiction here. Okay. Looking back from, uh, the future where we live. Yes. It's really strange. It is very odd that that used to happen. Uh, I guess it probably still happens. Do they have those shows on the, do they have anything like that? Dance party on yeah. what channel? Fox? What no. was that shit called on MTV where they would dance at the beach just for 30 fucking minutes without stopping? Uh, nope. Oh, nothing. you didn't watch that? No. Some hot chicks on there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hot chicks, El DeBarge. That's, what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess He's, one or I mean it's a family. It's a family act. The Elder Barge? Elder Barge are all siblings. Oh, okay. There's like fucking seven of them right too. Right on, man. Yeah, and that's their last name is Elder Barge. Front guy's uh, got a Jerry girl. He does. <laughs> He's got a fucking voice of an angel too. Oh, yeah, I can it got pipes. Yeah. It's a pretty uh rad song though. Rhythm of the night. Dance into the morning light. I like the, the wrong uh, video one too. No, it's not. It was the rhythm of the night. No. No, this—that's the one you're thinking it is. Think it's, about the rhythm of the night, dance into the morning light. Yeah, that's Forget the one. Forget about the worries on your mind. We can leave them all behind. Yeah, that's. that's I've nice. got a voice of an angel too. I don't think you do. <laughs> Sound like Adam Sandler. I'd pooby dooby. So William H Macy needs this favor because I guess he's one of. Uh, he's Arcadian's just, guys. What, no, how's he's, he related? He's a guy. He's a guy. Okay. That knows her. That knows Laura. Yeah. So okay. what happens is, is that Baldy just puts some pressure on him because he finds out this guy knows her. And that's what mm-hmm. he's saying. He's like, I don't know this. You, this guy's crazy. He's a mafioso guy. He's going to put a lot of pressure on me. You got to do me this favor so I can stay alive or not get beat up or something. Right. Okay. All and right. she's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. And he's like, I'm William H. Macy. And then you never see him again. And then he's gone. He's gone. He was fed to the fish tank. <laughs> they kept his jacket, though. That thing was fucking glamorous. Oh, yeah. Well, she's uh, she's not interested in Angie's music. She instead wants to sing her own song, That It Blows. Which was like, Thriller happens after this, doesn't it? Yeah. So... What the fuck is... No, 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 no. This was 85. Thriller was 84. Okay. So this is right after uh-huh. Thriller. She's doing... She, it's like a the shitty... Zombie dance. Yeah. Right? And But she her the lyrics of the song are... Hi, dude. I thought there was something about, like, doing it and... We're doing it and doing it and we are... I can't understand any of it and she makes these fucking doofy ass faces she looks confused sometimes good god like there's there's about three or four times that she's looking around 
like she doesn't know if they're rolling. Are we still going? Because I'm just making this up. Yeah. As we're going. It's like going to Sweden and yeah, some of their was, music. And reading, you know, reading about the movie that the and some of the special features, that set was so expensive and so high tech at the time mm-hmm. that they just did a lot of live recording there, lots and lots and lots of it. The video screens were an expensive setup. And so that would make sense that she's like lost in this marathon of shooting in this fucking thing. Like booby dooby booby booby. Is this main stuff? Is this (laughs) what is going on here? (laughs) Well, Leroy walks by the club and he sees vanity on her way out and they oogle each other like, "Mm mm-hmm. I like your shit. Uh Uh-huh. I like your shit. That's how he talks. He just. (sighs) And uh, she's. By the way, I'm out at this point. You're gone. Uh, once the dance scene happens, okay, Elder Barge killed it for you. Elder Barge was like, I liked that song at that point. Once she does her <laughs> shit, it's long enough now that I realize that the movie's not about karate. <laughs> and that's where like, and I think what it is, is it's actually when we get to them and he passes her by in the car, even though there's going to be some karate in a minute, I'm just like, like him passing her in the car is like me passing the movie emotionally. Like I am out. I'm done. Awful. Awful movie for a 12-year-old karate fan. Like, smooth jams, though. Shit, this is awesome. Yeah. Except for the one Vanity song. All right, so Vanity's assaulted by uh, Arcadian's guys, his goons. They're going to rough her up because she turned down uh, Tinkerbell's song. And uh, Leroy sees it, though, and he kicks all their asses. Well, she's just going to get, like, at this point, they're going to talk to her. So yeah. her her driver has been compromised, which is mm. Panaglione or whatever. Right. Panettiere, well, whatever his name is that we've seen a million times. Joe Piscopo. Not him. Okay. Uh, which that guy has made a poor career decision. Joe Piscopo? Panettiere. Okay. Joe Pantaleone? Yeah, no. Nope, that's a different guy. Different guy. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, Sam. The driver. I, there I'm talking was about a driver the, the character of the driver. If that's her driver, mm-hmm. he's made a poor career decision. To help some balding non-mafioso guy put the squeeze on his employer. No, he turns around and he says, I'm not Frank or whatever. Oh. He's like, uh, I'm your new driver for this evening. Squeeze play guy. Yeah. He, they're, he's taking her to dinner. That's my first name. My last name is Sonomatopoeia. Robinson. <laughs> yeah. squeeze I'm guy squeeze Robinson. play guy Robinson. <laughs> Good to meet you. Yeah. So she he kicks all her asses and she's like, oh, great. And, but uh, she turns around to thank him and he's disappeared. He's got Batman skills, but he's dropped his medallion. Oh, no. Medallion. Mm-hmm. It's very shiny gold. Yeah, it is that. Chaz Palmieri. Ah, uh, yes. That yeah. Guy. So Arcadian uh, sends Mike Best. Do we know Mike Best's character's name? at all? I don't think so. A tough guy. He's tough number one. He's yeah. a former boxer that uh, he was the first major play that Arcadian's character was going to hitch himself to for fame. Right. Mm -hmm. So Leroy's also running a karate school or Kung Fu school. Has this been going on this whole time or just since he reached the pinnacle? I figure this is the school that I think the, uh, the Asian master guy owns this. Okay. So he's just like, he's uh, just the instructor most nights now because he doesn't need any more instruction. Okay. I see it. And uh, show enough comes by and he's like, we're going to fucking fight, buddy. You got to do it. And Leroy's like, no, I will not fight you. I am I am peaceful, Ho Chi Minh. He said that. Probably didn't 
You didn't say much. You just sort of stood there, and the guy was being a dick. Yeah, and then uh, we got to introduce Johnny here. Johnny's a wily karate learner. He thinks that uh, making noise and doing moves in the air is enough to uh, frighten your opponent off. Yeah. And he's not good at actual fighting. No. So he steps in. He's like, yeah, and show enough's like, you're a little bitch. <laughs> so you six some goons on him and they, you know, get him good. And now Bruce Leroy Green Jenkins Green? Green. Is gotta kiss his boots. <laughs> Bruce Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> I want him to be Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. Just to disaster every that would be a better movie. <laughs> I got chicken. Uh yeah. So he has gotta kiss his boots because he doesn't want his guy to get beat up. Right. So he gets kicked in the face. Mm, classic bad guy move. Are you back in at this point at all, Sam? Well, you know what doesn't happen in this scene? Singing. A karate fight. That's true. Which, uh, after he doesn't have the, he decides to take the high road again. I'm like, oh, this is not a karate movie. <laughs> Further reinforcing your dislike for <laughs> oh, this yeah. film. Okay. All right. So. And then his buddy's a nutsack. Yeah. You're like, if you're wanting to watch a karate film, say. so he goes home with the fam and he lives in like a typical urban cliche apartment it's a what townhouse in queens yeah yeah and uh his kid bro is in love with vanity she's she's on tv and he's gonna marry her just obsessed with her he's been to seventh heaven yeah she blew a kiss at him yeah yeah so lira is like wait you know her i need you to take me to her take you you can help me out. So he takes him to the club, the seven having the club and uh, vanity gets nabbed again because uh, Mike best is pretending to be a producer or a TV producer or something. He yeah. tosses her in the TV van and Leroy finds this binder that says Arcadian on it. So now mm. he's got a clue. It's a, it's all may as well be an address, I guess. So, so upstairs at uh, Arcadian's vanity's watching this, the crappy Trixie video, mm-hmm. which this Move or this song was also really stupid because she does two bit numbers. She does the test drive one and then this one, which was might as well have been like I like boys. It was pretty much I like boys. Yeah, it was. You have porno in a box under your bed. You have Polaroids of porno under your bed mm-hmm. that I have seen. Yeah, she's very lyrically sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Lyrically sexy. What's sexy about that, Sam? Well, no, there's. I mean, it's seductive. I've, I've seen, seen your, your Polaroids under your bed. Well, it's, I mean, racy. Found porn? Found porn. Nobody else's, people, other people are singing about, like, true love and bullshit like that. She's Madonna's like, singing about, like, having a baby and shit and, like, a virgin and Papa Don't Preach and... It's not as sexy. It's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrically, it's not as sexy. I guess that's true. Uh, it's, barely, it's not sexy, Sam. <laughs> Talking about somebody's what? porn they found no. under a mattress well, She's supposed not to hot. be, like... It's funny because it's like she's singing about hot stuff. <laughs> it's not hot. <laughs> and then you see her like, whoa, she's dressed funny. <laughs> well, Vanny does not go for it. He's not interested. Well, she's not. I mean, it's, she's like, yeah, this is there's some uh, you got some talent. That's not what we do on our show. Yeah. It's like, you know, Cindy Lauper probably wasn't on Soul Train. Probably not. Yeah. So she's out. No, thank you. But they're going to I guess they're going to kill her. No, they're going to impress upon her that, that it's not really, they're not asking. Right. So what if she refuses more? Are they going to kill her? No, they're going to just like poke her with shit, be mean. 
Because you can only rough her up so much because she's got to go back on TV. Yeah. So they probably just make her sit there until she really has to poop. And they're like, okay, <laughs> you can go poop, but you have to play this video. Well, Leroy busts in in ninja garb to save her. Beats all of their asses. Not enough to get me back in. Yeah. This is the first. He loses his hair. The villain loses his hair during this fight. He gets pushed into yeah, the, right. the slimy green uh. fish tank thing. It eats off a strip of the top of his hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you, a 12-year-old you, not be in for bald guy? I was not. Okay. Because at this point, I've been, I'm already not seeing a film comprised at least 60% of the film needs to be a karate sequence, was what I was expecting. I was expecting a Jackie Chan film. This yep. is this is just hijinks. It's not karate. <laughs> it's not enough to get me back in. So they go back to Vanities, and she happens, she has the medallion. And she gives it back to him and she wants she's in. She's ready for some Bruce Leroy green penis. Long dick. (laughs) Whatever size it is. She gives him she puts a gold medal. She like puts a a ribbon around his medallion because that's what it's not. Uh, And then puts it around him like he's won the gold medal. And she's the after prize. Mm -hmm. So he just leaves. Yeah, he just bails. <laughs> like, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. He, he is a virgin. I think the telegraphs he that pretty. Has clear. no sexual inclinations beyond whether he's, he's a virgin or not. He just. I think he's a virgin. Well, he, he's beyond that. He's so uninterested in. Not saying he's not. Yeah, I think he's a virgin though. Oh, absolutely. Because he hasn't. He's like, why? What else does it do besides pee? <laughs> He doesn't even know how it works. His brother tells him as much, and he's like, you are right. I do not know how it works. And he moves. Moves. So he goes to the fortune cookie factory. He just finds it. Just wanders down the street and finds it. It's got a big sign. And uh, they won't really let him in. Nope. Like, no, you can't. I don't know what you're talking about. You are clearly not Asian. What are they playing? Oh, they're playing B Street Jive with a boombox. Yeah. There's some ladies there. Yeah. Hanging out, dancing and stuff. They're lip syncing on the sidewalk. Yeah. Being cool guys. Not doing their. What are this guy's jobs? Uh, Gatekeeper to keep uh, wannabe Asian guys out. It doesn't seem like anybody else works there. No, it doesn't. Like they just get all of the fortune cookies are put in crates by machines. Uh Uh-huh. And then they just sit there because these guys are not doing anything keep, else. Keep the keep the watering black children away from the uh, Asian headquarters of the master. Uh, yeah. No, we uh, we don't take Heinrich to your kind here. <laughs> Damn it. Don't let me in the cookie factory either. No. I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay. So show enough comes by the pizzeria looking for Leroy. Leroy's not there. So he fucks up the whole place. Yeah, we failed to mention earlier that his his dad owns a pizzeria. Yeah, yeah. It's got a pretty catchy slogan. And uh, yeah, old uh, Shonoff comes and fucks shit up. Yep. Tosses the sun into the spaghetti bin. I'll be honest with you. The second time I watched it, this is sort of the scene that got me back in. Okay. Because I was still so pissed about it not being a karate movie that I didn't really believe Roman. Uh Uh-huh. But once uh, his mom starts hitting him with the pizza dough, <laughs> I was like, this shit's funny. This is a funny movie. Because <laughs> it's like his dad's like, oh, don't mess with them. And she's like, the hell with that? They're fucking our place up. I'm going to fuck these assholes up. She she hits so many people that she runs out of pizza dough. She's scrambling <laughs> to find more pizza dough to throw at these guys. One of the henchmen gets hit in the face. 
with the pizza dough when, and he gets so mad that he breaks some salt shakers <laughs> rather than retaliate. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I like the scene quite a bit. But Leroy walks in and he's fucking pissed now. Yeah. Oh, his shit. His brother's been thrown upside down into the trash can. <laughs> into spaghetti. Which is full of spaghetti. <laughs> and, the, and the brother yells at him. Yeah. That he's a he's a wiener. Yeah, well, he is a wiener. Yeah, he's not lying. You're being a little bitch, is, Leroy. It, at this point in the movie, do you think he's not a wiener? No, you're right. I thought. Okay, this this movie's got to start going into fight mode pretty soon. Yeah, because this uh this Leroy guy, he is not getting anything done. No, he's the the real Bruce Lee Roy because he seems like a rigid piece of wood that can't behave socially and doesn't fight anyone. So far, he's offended every Asian person. Yes. Uh, he has gotten confused about what his penis is for. Yes. His special purpose. Uh, and he's wandered around town. That is all that's happened. And gotten his family business destroyed. Right, by not kicking somebody's ass. When or he's got the ability to kick his ass. Getting beat up. Yeah, or Either getting or. beat up. Yeah, whatever. Making a reputation and then not being able to uh, prove it, I guess. Yeah, stepping up to the plate. We're just calling the police. But Vanny comes by and she wants to hire him to be her bodyguard. Guard this body. Hint, hint, nudge, yeah. nudge. Would you like me to draw it in a picture for you? And he just like gives her Kevin Costner's phone number. <laughs> uh, she's no Whitney Houston. <laughs> God rest both of their souls. But sorry, I, Well, you know, I think I probably decide with vanity for safety if I was to pick one of the. Oh, other. yeah, sure. But uh, as far as. Singing quality. Oh, singing is not even a competition, no. Yeah, but the crazy that came with those pipes, no thanks. Yeah. <clears throat> so Arcadian's going to hire some new goons. going to pick <laughs> up all the guys to find, to rough vanity up more, I guess, because they just can't I, get her. Well, no, now he's pissed because Bruce Leroy fed his toupee to the sea beast. <laughs> So he needs to exact revenge okay, upon right. Bruce Leroy. So, so his motivations have completely railroaded at this well, point. He's trying to two for one it. Okay. He's going to get vanity to put his girlfriend's shit on TV. And while he's at it, fuck that guy's day up because he's pissed and nobody fucks with him. Mm. So He's got little guy syndrome all the way. Yeah. yeah Napoleon. He's got uh, this audition of just the shittiest bad guys. Oh, my God. I like the dog guy. Yeah. Okay, so what, you tell me about the dog guy. <laughs> He's got a dog well, he collar grew on. Up in uh, Omaha. He looks like he maybe has some dog pelts on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he barks, and he's got a mohawk, and he kind of looks like the strong man from a Barnaby circus. Yeah, see, that's what I'm getting. Is he looks like a strong man, but then he just barks. <laughs> he's strong dog. He doesn't look tough at all. He doesn't do anything that. Like why he is he butts a table in half? That dog wouldn't do that. Okay, he would bite something. Maybe he's crazy like a homeless man. He is crazy. He is probably just a crazy homeless person who can headbutt his a table in half. And he stole one of uh, the Shogun of Harlem's pelts. Yeah, which will be a, will come to he'll rule rue the day he did that. I'm sure. Well, upstairs after the hiring session. Angie has an epiphany about what an asshole this guy is. And I really like her, this sequence of dialogue. Like, this is pretty strong writing right here. Yeah, it's too bad for the rest of it. She's He's saying something about, like, you're just skating by on your tits, and she comes back at him and says, you know what? You're just skating by on my tits. Yeah. That's a fucking zinger, man. It is. That's painful. I really like this. So 
she's she's done with him. She's out. I'm through with you, Arcadian. And Arcadian's like, fine, beat it. And he hires Shonuff. Because now the only plan is revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she he's he's got her. He no longer has her. No, but he still has the idea of revenge. And apparently a thriving underground criminal business that supplies him with all sorts of money. Question mark. So Vanity's out driving around. She picks Leroy up. And he, from his little brother, has been explaining about moves. And he wants her to teach his him friend what, some moves. Yeah, his, I've got a friend that I've doesn't know friend. moves. Can you teach me? And she's like, oh, I can. Yes. What, what is she driving? It's a Mercedes 380. Oh, yeah, SL. it was a 380. I kept, like, uh, kept thinking it was a LeBaron. No. When you get to the inside of it, because it had the bad interior. Right. Riveting. Uh, so they go to the, the studio, and she's got Bruce Lee clips, romance Bruce Lee clips already queued up. Just some music. Yeah. She's made him a, a mixtape, but it's not a mixtape. It's a mixed videotape. <laughs> she has now made the assumption that he's probably gay, yep. but she can have sex with him once if she puts the right guy on the TV screen. <laughs> She's a smart woman. So they kiss and the little brother sneaks in and he sees it. Oh, no. Betrayal. He's dejected. Fuck my brother. <laughs> Stole my woman. Yep. Arcadian comes in and nabs her. He's been having such a trouble nabbing her this whole time. Maybe you should just check the studio. He does a lot of things wrong. Yeah. So he just goes there and nabs her. No problem. But the little brother sees it. So he gets nabbed too. But like, they don't go anywhere. They just stay there at the studio. Why would you leave? This place is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's true. It's got like a spaceship control center at the top of it. Well, who is that that comes on the screen? Sheena Easton? I don't know who that was. Who is this lady? And then like somebody would say it. And it was like, mumble, mumble. Oh, mumble, mumble. She's yeah. good. And he's just infatuated, like, right off the bat. Yeah. They're selling the soundtrack again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't Sheena Easton. So Leroy's wandering around trying to get into this cookie factory, and I really like this scene, too. He's outside, like, he's dressed like street bro, and he's going to deliver some pizza, and he's just, you know, a regular old kid from the neighborhood, you know? Like, hey, here's your pizza. And he's practicing, like, how he would say, yo, I brought some pizza to you guys. Yeah. Bro, what's up, my my friends, my homies. And then as soon as they open the door, he's back. He blows it and he's like, hello, I brought some pizza for you. <laughs> they're like, you're Where's not the master. <laughs> they give him the like they're at this point. They're in to have a good time with him. Right. Though. They're going to fuck around with this guy for they're a gonna while. They're going to make him play some craps. Yeah, because he's obviously down with it. Right. He's from the hood. He knows what craps are. He does not nope. know what craps are. <laughs> Instead, his version of craps <laughs> is hopscotch. <laughs> yep. That's the hot shit on the street. <laughs> Guys love that joke. Hopscotch. <laughs> oh, so now we jump. So Angie comes by the dojo. She's going to look for Leroy. And Johnny's there. He's like, yeah, I also got moves. I'm cool. What you think, girl? She's kind of into him, but she sort of needs to get back to her mom's house or whatever. Yeah. So she leaves a warning that Arcadian's going to kill Leroy. Yeah. Okay, whatever. So Leroy finally gets to see the master. The, the Asian guys finally let him to see it. Yeah. After much... Uh, he finally has to he has to kick the door open. They mm-hmm. like they fuck with him again. They kick him out, and he's had it. So he kicks the door open. Then they're like, "Oh shit! Don't kick our ass." <laughs> it's a fucking computer. It's not a computer. Hey, well then, what is it? I don't know. It looked like a little monitor with some poles sticking out of it. Uh huh. It looked like a TV that they had kind of modified yeah. with the pancake. Okay, maker. so the prop isn't it's a, a computer. It's a, but the yeah. master is a computer. I think the point is that. Yeah, the master's a computer, but if you're going to tell me that that's a computer, 
you need to try again. (laughs) (laughs) Even when this was made, it's like, I have seen the IBM compatible. I have seen a Commodore Vic. That is not a computer. (laughs) But the idea is that it's, it's writing all the fortune cookies that this computer, the three walruses are writing the entire, all of the jokes to American dad. Yeah. So there is no master. There is no master. Oh, fuck. What? So he goes back and he asks his teacher, like, why did you send me there? Why did you make me do all this? And he's like telegraphing the lesson to him, like, hello, here, look inside this fortune cookie that doesn't have a fortune in it. Well, what about the medallion? It's not a medallion. It's a belt buckle. Keep your pants up. a belt buckle. (laughs) (laughs) Some masters use this one to keep their pants up. Oh, Oh, I'm still not getting it. It's in you, dummy. I think this was a part during the first time that Ben was really, he had, he was losing his shit because he, that was a cool prop, I think, for Kate. It's golden and it fits together. You're uh, expecting some magic there. Right. It's not magic. It's just a belt buckle. <laughs> like, I think he had been holding out hope where I was already gone that this is the point where the film lost my brother for the first time. <laughs> But he eventually learns the lesson. The power is within him. And he's now going to go face Arcadian and fight him. And he so he locks Johnny in a closet because it's too dangerous. It's like, you can't come. Well, that yep. Johnny's a dipshit. This he is, is a dipshit. Get him in trouble again. In Johnny's defense, most everybody else in this movie is a dipshit, too. So, But out of nowhere, the kid from Red Sonia shows up. This kid hasn't been in this movie up till this point. No, he hasn't. And he lets Johnny out. Ernie, oh. Ernie Reyes Jr., Coincidentally, not any coincidence at all. His father, Ernie Reyes Sr., is the Kung Fu coordinator for the film. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Good for him. Leroy's snuck into the warehouse or the studio, and he's he's going to start tackling these henchmen that uh, Arcadian's lined up. And he's doing pretty good at first, but then he gets pinned on the ground, and they're kicking him and punching him. And then all of a sudden, the doors bust open, and Johnny and the rest of the dojo are there. Yep. And they can all fight now. And this is actually another point of disappointment. Okay. Because I'm expecting like, well, at least now I get to watch him beat up this rogues gallery of nutsacks. Uh But it just sort of turns into this Benny Hill free for all. (laughs) It is a game of Kung Fu grab ass. Hey, but you know, the little kid is the most badass one out of all of them. He nails it. My brother is like in on Ernie Reyes Jr. through most of his like. Until probably he turns into an adult. He was like Surf Ninjas was his favorite movie for sure. the longest right. fucking time. I like Surf Ninjas, too. I'm not going to, you know, money can't buy knives. Uh, but I think this is the point where like that all the movie had to offer Ben was a kid about his age. That was the only person that could beat people up in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a good job. He, he's the only person that can beat people up in this movie. He, uh, I really was like this kid no offense, Kane Kasugi, but wow. Yeah. This kid's doing some fucking crazy shit. He's everywhere. He is everywhere. Flipping off guys, not with his middle finger, but like kicking them and then flipping off of them and high kicks. And like, he actually looks like he's kicking their asses. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look like a child fighting grown ass men. It looks like a child beating the hell out of grown ass men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Using his full body weight to knee them in the head and things like that. Oh, like, was Ouch. great. So they all win. And Arcadian takes vanity and bails. And I guess he goes to like this your factory cliche factory floating dock zone yeah. thing. Chains hanging from the ceiling. And, oh, oh, we got to mention that uh, the brother, little brother has been tied up 
and he robots his way out of the robes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Ugh. I can't escape. I know. I'll do the robot out of I'm, Wiggles Free. The first time in the theater, I'm boiling over at this point. <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. They're like, fight scene, yes, and it's it's this shit. And then rather than like break dancing out of ropes, <laughs> the only kid that can beat anybody up is six. What the fuck is happening in this movie? I'm just like steam coming out of my ears. So they all follow him to, they follow Arcadia into the warehouse and the bro gets nabbed by a show enough guy and Leroy comes in and kicks his ass and the kid gets tossed into this dumpster by show enough and he bonks his head pretty fucking hard on like a gas it's canister. Like gas tank. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that kid was donezo. He's at least got a, he's concussed. I thought there was going to be some heavy, like, whoa, oh, this just took a different direction. This got real. Yeah. But and no. then he, he tears his brain out of his ear or something in revenge, <laughs> which would have got me back in the first time around. It didn't happen. Did not happen. No. Well, finally, Leroy and Shonoff are going to fight. Oh, that took a while. And Shonoff has red glow. But only in his hands. Right. That's well, you don't know that he, I mean... He has that harem of ladies. Nobody else has had the had the glow so far. I'd say that's pretty that's intimidating enough. But it's only in his hands. Yeah, well, either way. Yeah. He Oh shit, I don't have the glow. Some fighting. Looks like Bruce Leroy is gonna do okay. Nope. The villain has glowing hands, at which point twelve year old me is in the theater, ready to not care what happens and stand up and scream. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> so he's choking Leroy out because now he's the better fighter. He's he's glowing and he's when he punches, sparks come off of Leroy and shit. And he's getting his ass kicked. And he's yeah. choking him. But then Leroy digs down within himself and he's got the yellow glow, which now he's got PP power. Yeah. 12 year old me is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck you, too. <laughs> and he kicks. Show enough's ass. He's show enough. He tosses him into a bathtub. Yeah, pretty much. A water pool thing that they have at factories and movies. Well, then Arcadian's up on this gangway and he shoots at Leroy. And Leroy goes down. Everybody screams. 12 year old Sam goes, Thank God. Yes. But he's caught the bullet in his teeth. Fuck. (laughs) Because he's the fucking master, man. He's got the glow. There was some mention of it earlier in the theater. Yeah, uh, the Shogun of Hearts. Shonuff's like, you catch some bullets in your teeth or some shit, and gets mm. all pissed off at him and says he's going to kick his ass. So they there was foreshadowing to that event. Well, he hangs Arcadian from a chain, and the cops come in, and Leroy's gone. He's vanished. And Vanity's crew show up, and they're like, you got to be on in six minutes. Get your yeah. ass in the studio. Soul Train doesn't wait for Benny Hill karate fights. So she's looking around for him and she's all bummed, but she goes on anyways and she's singing sad songs to the crowd. And then he shows up in all white out of nowhere with flowers. Yeah, he probably killed a man for those flowers. Somebody's like, who's this punk? The little brother's like, that's no punk. That's my brother. He's the master. Yeah. And they get uh, Xanadu ended. Xanadu ended by kissing crane into the ceiling they were both super uncomfortable on that platform yeah absolutely all right well you can't skip the part though at the end where he's mouthing something something to her and she's like i don't i can't hear you i don't know what you're saying and then the music cuts out and he's like will you show me some more moves oh yeah yeah and then that and then they run together and kiss and they throw the flowers up in the air and then should have been something like they should have set up boobs or something and then he should have been like will you show me your boobs because moves it could have been like 
I know what the audience knows what he's implying that it's sex moves, mm. but the people at the studio, the dance studio, could have just been like, "Oh yeah, he's, she's going to show him some dance moves." I thought it was. I thought that was the weakest joke of the whole film. Huh. So that's mm. why I didn't mention it. Questions. Do you guys still want the glow? Uh yeah, dude. I think it's okay. awesome, man. Why wouldn't I? All right, Jackie. No. Oh. Okay. How come? Because I only saw two colors, and I don't want either one of those colors. You get your own color. Yeah. No, you said we didn't get to pick our color. That's true. Well, it doesn't have to be red or yellow. I still don't want it. Okay. You take the risk on what color. You could end up getting purple. Yeah, which would suck. Fuchsia. Mauve. Yeah. No. You actually have a brown glow. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. How does that even work? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll take it. I don't care what color. It'd be fun. Right. It'd be neat. I'd be the best at something all the time. I'd be glowing nonstop. Be like, I didn't even know I could do that. I'm already the master. That's how good a shit I am. Mm. Yep. No, you'd be dead after a while. I'd be like, I don't know what happened. You just glowed to death. Like I die from the glow or you? No, I would me. push your ass in the <laughs> pond. That you. is not nice. You. That is really mean. Uh, is I'm not. the best at shit and you're going to murder me for it because you're jealous. <laughs> that should be an ultimate compliment to you. Okay. What's Arcadian's job? Crime boss. Is he? Accountant for Safeway. Yeah. Maybe. I don't see him having a job. So he's like, maybe he's a banker and he's just like stolen a bunch of money and he's just sort of like on borrowed time at this point. Maybe. Because the only mention to him having money is that he's riding on people's coattails that he rode on the boxer guys' coattails. Now he's riding on her coattails, but neither of them succeeded. So they didn't make any money. But he has suitcases full of cash. He's rich as shit. I don't get it. Sammy. So you're Barry Gordy. You commission this film. You bring people to the set all the time. Right. We forgot to mention that at one point, Diana Ross offers to buy Seventh Heaven for her tour, probably was given it. Not in the film, in real life. In real life. Yeah. She tried to, but she was like, this is fucking amazing. I want to buy this. Probably work something out. You get up in the morning and shit gold records. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how to make an album. And you go, this is the way to make a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking. He definitely was not glowing in this department. No. It's better than... Um, than uh, Xanadu? Yeah. Th- well, I was going to say Monogam Golem. Globin. Trying to be, I know what music industry is. Yes. You barely know what movies are, bud. So... It's better than that. Oh, I'm 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 gonna shut you down. The apple was so much better than this. Oh, huh. Huh. eat the apple, golden uh, apple. I don't you know like, about that. Like that movie, but uh, uh. I'm not saying that. It's just it's a further divergence because that is a complete catastrophe. This really isn't that bad. This had a chance. Yeah, a couple of times to be something if it would have picked a thing to be. Yeah, exactly. Jackie. I have no questions. Yeah, and I think that's where I to reiterate. That's like when you make records, that's the whole idea is that you know what the record is. Uh-huh. And okay. I'm going to edit that out. because It wasn't even a sentence. <laughs> you stupid. You're fuck. not a sentence. <laughs> Go ahead. No, the Barry Gordy thing was my last question. Okay. Well, I got a good one. Okay. Who's your favorite character? Hmm. I'm going to say Johnny. Okay. You like Johnny, the inept Kung Fu guy. Yeah. Because I just. I mean, he just owned it. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm not good at this. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to fuck around like I'm at my grandma's house and nobody's watching. And I, I could appreciate that. Mrs. Green. Mrs. Green. Okay. His mom that yeah. throws the pizza. Throwing the pizza. Yeah. All right. 
Is she your favorite character, or is just that scene so funny for you that well, that, that that makes her character, and that's why she's my favorite character. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm also going to go with Johnny. I thought nobody else would pick Johnny, so I'm kind of surprised about that. Yeah. I also really fucking love Show Enough. How Show did nobody pick Show Enough? Show Enough's awesome. I rock Mike Best character. I like Mike eh. Best. Yeah. He's amusing throughout. Yeah, he's no Show Enough. That guy, man, that guy is a fucking performer. Whoever played Show Enough, he gave it all of it. Yeah, he was owning that, yeah. that role. And that's why I liked uh, Johnny as well, is because they, they both just were into their roles just they nailed it both of the actors yeah julius carry the third once julius again carry the third yeah final recommendations starting with jackie oh man it didn't have a dragon get off of it you shove it up your butt it did not have a dragon i'm not never gonna give it this up very no few movies do um but you know i was entertained and i thought it had some some quirkiness to it and i i'm gonna have to say that i liked it and i'm gonna have to give it a do even without the dragon. Well, I think it's just one of the weirdest movies that I've ever seen. Okay. And that's why, even though I hated it the first time, the third time, I loved it. I look absolute, absolute, absolute do. Okay. I am also going to give it a do, and I give it a mega do. I fucking loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. It came out of left field, had no idea what it was, no idea what it was about. I wasn't expecting a karate movie. I was expecting shenanigans, and it gave me shenanigans. Yeah. And some of the acting was so stinking good and hilarious. The kid brother is fucking phenomenal. He is. Uh, the weakest link is Tamek, but it's just because his character is such a douche. He still does. I mean, he does his job. Yeah. Well, I think that he's paired very well with Vanity, however. Yeah. Oh, she stinks, as always. Uh, I just thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Intentionally funny. Well-delivered jokes. Uh, some really strong writing. Fight scenes, eh, other than Eddie Reyes Jr. Eh. Ernie Reyes Ernie, Jr. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I thought it was awesome. So good job on that one, Sam. Much better than Biggles. <laughs> Fuck you. Biggles is <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, Biggles is awesome. Last Dragon's awesome. All right, next up is Jackie's pick. It will be Razzie Mega winner, Mommy Dearest, starring Faye Dunaway in her second appearance on Sticker Madness in just a month. I'd appreciate it if you'd say it correctly. Mommy Dearest. Mummy dearest. Mummy dearest. Fred Dunaway. High drama. All right, get to the jobber. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Here comes that AC again. You know, it's me, AC. You know who I am, damn it. Ah, damn it, I'm AC. That's all he said ever. He's such a blowhole. Don't get it. Because the air blows out of a hole. Uh, You don't remember AC, do you, Jackie? AC Kellings. Yeah. Or Andrew Kellings, who goes by AC. Nope. OJ Simpson trial. Driver. Driver of the white Bronco. The talk of everything because the documentary was apparently amazing. Was it the anniversary of the OJ Simpson trial this year? Is that what that was? I don't know. Jaws' anniversary, it was like on Tuesday or something. Okay. Here's your trophy. I like Jaws. I like Orca better. I don't know about that. Orca's pretty dumb. <laughs> it's like dumb funny. Uh, Orca's awesome. Yeah, it is, but not the not like quality like Jaws. Uh, yeah, Jaws is a good movie. Orca is also a not quality movie, but it's uh, I super like, fun. I, I prefer it actually. Hi. Huh. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's hard to say. I like Orca. Here we go. 